Okay, good morning, everybody. Special welcome to Natan and to Levi joining us. Nice to have you with us. Topic this morning is, is it really better not to shave? Exploring the halachic parameters of electric shavers. I welcome to Reboruch as well. He'll be snapping a few shots just in the beginning of this year. So we'll pretend to be learning, we'll make lots of hand motions as if we're really into it, and then he'll be, uh, he'll be going. Okay. Says the Mishnah, Makos and Chaf. We're just going to uh, focus on that which is most relevant to us. Hamakif Pa'as Rosho. One who rounds off the payas of his head, which the Gemara explains means to shave right around here by the temples around, so you're taking off the payas area. And one who destroys the corners of his beard, those are both violations of a deraisa. So utilizing the lotion of the Pasuk, Hamakif Pas Rosho, rounding off the corners of the head. And also, right, the Pasuk says, the Lashon of Mashchis, or the reference is Hashchasa, destroying the corners of the beard. So those two words we'll see will be very relevant in understanding and defining these two Esurid Deraisa. Let's jump down here to the bottom section. The Gemara says, elaborating on the Mishnah, the Mishnah concludes... That betar. Pashim shot in this Mishnah is when referring to the second Isser of Mashchis Pa'azakano, of shaving. So that's only going to be Usr when doing so betar with a razor. So the Gemara explains, Pa'azakonam lo yegalchu. When the Pasik says, you shall not shave the corners of your face, yacholafilu galchu b'misperayim, yehei you might think that means even shaving with scissors. Talmud Lomer, lo sashchis. Pasuk says, do not destroy. And cutting with scissors is not considered the destruction of the hair. I lo sashchis. If it just said lo sashchis, yochol im loktu b'malkei v'ritini. You might think that any form of destruction would be problematic. Even uh, plucking or tweezing out hair, Yehechayev, Tamilomer, Lo Yigalchu. That's why it says Lo Yigalchu. So the Gemara concludes we see from the Pasik that you need two factors to be in violation of this Isidiraisa of destroying the corners of one's beard. How do you have shaving that has destruction? That's through a razor. So utilizing a razor would be the isidiraisa of, of uh, destroying the corners of the beard. So the Miri Paskins, She'en Yisur Elobitar, Alba B'misperayim, U'malkeh V'rihiti Mutter, that the only prohibition, at least on a deraisa level, is using a razor, but using scissors or other instruments or even chemicals that would destroy the beard, that's mutter. Now mutter doesn't just mean it's not an isidiraisa, but mutter means it's totally acceptable. So what we could derive from the Me'iri is, right, the most practical application, taking scissors to cut one's beard or to trim one's beard is mutter, is permissible. The real question is, if you were to invent very small scissors that are sharp enough and, um, and accurate enough to cut so close to the face that the result is very similar to a tar. All right, the result is very similar to a razor itself. That's called misparayim ke'en tar. You're using scissors, so it's a different motion, but the result is similar to using a razor. Is that any different than using scissors? Right? So when the Meiri tells us, Misperayim or Mutter, would he even go as, as far as to say, Misperayim Ke'en Tar would also be Mutter? 
So that we don't see from the Meiri. However, says the Ritva, he says, Mishuras Hadid, Kol from the technical standpoint, any time you're using scissors to trim the beard, afilu ke'ein tar, even if it's just like a razor, meaning the result of the cutting is similar to the result of a razor, mutter, that is permissible. But that's mishuras hadin. Avomidas chasidim shalolasas ke mibnei chashad haroim. However, the custom of the righteous is to refrain from doing so because chashad haroim. Does that mean because of the Kabbalistic idea of having hadras panim? No. And this is a very technical halachic issue that people who see you, they might think that you use the razor. Right? It's a marasayin issue. V'chein roi lasos. And therefore, it's appropriate to avoid doing misparayim ke'ein tar, even though it's not a violation of the din Torah, because it's not really a razor on one's face. It's a scissor motion. But it's appropriate to avoid doing so as a midas chasidus to avoid chashad, to avoid people thinking that you used an actual razor. V'od amra b'tosefta, furthermore, the tosefta teaches us, ki gam b'misperayim yesh li zoher mibnei shehazug shel matem mashchis ketar. Even when using scissors, one has to be careful because the, the bottom of the scissors, if it's, uh, if it's sharp, that could be used as a razor itself. So although you might be trying to cut off the hair, but the bottom part of the scissors might actually right, go on your face directly and take off the hairs. And that would be a problem. So one should be careful when using a scissors. And based on this, you could argue if you have something blocking the actual blade, right, a mechitza, so to speak, between the blade of the scissors and one's face, then this concern of the tosefta uh, would not be a problem. Says the Ritva, it's mashma from going through the Gemara. When we're speaking about the Isser of shaving, that's when we have this limitation that the only Isser de Rais is using a razor. Like the Gemara elaborates, we have this terminology of Giluach and Hashchasa. And that's only through tar. Implication would be, though, when it comes to rounding off one's payas, that's not limited to using a razor, but any instrument would be usher to cut the hair around the payas area. Because there it doesn't say, it says, do not round out, meaning with anything, even scissors. And this is the approach of many Rishonim, that when it comes to the Isser of cutting payas, right, or practically speaking, if you're using a, uh, a trimmer on the payas area, so then um, anything that cuts the hair where it's going to be so short, you don't have Kedeya Chiza, it's not long enough to grab onto it, which the poskim assume is around a two. Right, if it's less than a two, then you're already getting into that category uh, that might be too, too short. And that would be problematic. Even though it's not a tar, the, uh, the restriction of tar is dafka when it comes to shaving. Now we're going to see in a moment the Rambam argues on this. And the Rambam was of the opinion that just like the only problem with shaving is using a razor, the same thing is true when it comes to cutting the payas harosh. The only iser is with a razor. And therefore, the Rambam Shita would be, theoretically, if you take a trimmer, even a one, and trim this whole area, that would not be a problem of, of cutting the payas arosh. And we'll see how we pass it in the Shulchan Aruch in a moment. We have Tosos in the Nazir and Daf Mem, where Tosfos says, referring to the Isser of cutting or trimming the beard. He says, using scissors is no problem. So he explains the difference, right? Until now, we just saw this structural distinction between scissors or mutter, even if the result is similar to a razor, but a razor itself is usher on the face. What exactly is that distinction? 
So he explains that b'misparayim, it's not considered destruction because you're not really removing the hair from its shorish, from its root, in contrast to using a razor. Now to understand this, right, even using a razor, you're not, you're not removing the hair. You're not tweezing or plucking it. To the contrary, we paskin that plucking a hair is not a problem. That's not giluach. What Toso seems to be saying is that if the razor is right up against the face, so that's considered removing the hair, mi'ikaro, v'sharsho. That's hashchasa. When you're using scissors, if you're careful, like the Tosefta told us, not to have the blade actually go against the face, but you have some room, or for sure if you have a barrier in between the scissors and your face, then that would not be considered uprooting the hair from its source. That would not be the same thing as a razor. So until now, we have the opinion of the Me'iri, who tells us that using a scissor is okay. The Ridva adds that even if the result is similar to a razor, that's mutter. Now we have the Shittas Rambam. The Rambam tells us, very last line on page two, that im gilach zakano b'misparayim, Potter, if one shaves his beard with scissors, he's potter. He doesn't say it's mutter, but you're potter. So the implication of potter is usually potter of al That potter means you're not chayiv, you're not in violation of the isidiraisa of, of uh, shaving, but it's not permissible l'chadchilo. And that's indeed how the Sefer Echinuch understands the Rambam. In source number seven, the Sefer Echinuch writes, Nira midavarav, it sounds like from the Rambam, the dafka paterhu avol oser lasos came. That by using a scissors, it's pater avol oser. Sefer Echinuch says, don't read the Rambam to assume that taking a scissors and trimming your beard is a problem. Likely the Rambam is telling us the only iser de Rabbanin is when you're using a scissors that have the result of a razor. That's misparayim ke'entar. But it comes out according to the Sefer Echinuch's understanding of the Rambam, that we have a machlokis rishonim. The Ritva is teaching us that misparayim ke'entar is mutter. And the Rambam is saying, you're not over this, a but it would still be asr midderabonin. However, the Kesem Mishnah says that's not pshat of the Rambam. Kesem Mishnah, we know, was authored by the Beis Yosef, the author of the Shulchan Aruch. And he says, although the Rambam uses the word potter, he means mutter. How do we know that? So it's clear when you have the whole context of the Rambam. The Rambam shita is, he's equating cutting off or rounding off the Peyas Harosh with the Isser of destroying the, uh, the corners of the beard. And just like when it comes to rounding off the Peyas Harosh, misparayim, using scissors, is not just putter, but it's mutter. The Rambam sheet is the only iser is um, a razor itself. Says the Kesem Mishnah, same thing is true when it comes to shaving, shaving the beard. If you're using scissors, even, even misparayim ke'entar, that would be permissible. Putter in this context, explains the Beis Yosef, does not mean putter of al-asr, it means mutter l'chadchilo. So we have a debate here between the Sefer Echinach and the Kesev Mishnah, how to understand the opinion of the Rambam. Now, why do we care so much about this particular case of misparayim ke'en tar? The answer is because likely that's what every shaver is. Every shaver... Uh, every electric shaver is uh, you have two blades that are cutting uh, like scissors, right? It's not just the sharpness of the blade going across the, the skin of the face, but you have the scissor motion. The result, though, is ke'entar. Now, people will tell you it's not the exact same. What's the greatest proof that using a, uh, an electric shaver is not the exact same result as a razor? Because people still use razors, <laughs> right? Now, some people will say we use a razor because it's just, it's easier, it's quicker. But uh, there is a difference. But it's similar enough, and therefore likely, 
the, uh, the electric shaver is the application, the modern day application of Misparaim Ke'ein Tar. The Me'iri would say that's Mutter Lechad Chila. Have to see if there are distinctions between razors or between the shavers. And the Rambam is unclear. According to the Sefer Echinach, he would say it's also Midir but according to the Kesed Mishnah, he would say it's also Mutter as well. Let's see how the Shulchan Aruch Paskins. This is in Kuf Pei Aleph. How do you remember that Simon Kuf Pei Aleph in Yeridea is regarding Peyas Arosh? Right? There you have it. Kuf Pei Aleph. That makes sense. How do you remember that Simon Pei Gimel in Yeridea speaks about fish? Right? Because Gimel and then Pei, Gefilta, fish. Right? You have to have Simonim. Okay. Paskins the Shulchan Aruch and Simon Kuf Pei Aleph. Let's jump to Sif Yud. What I'd like to do maybe a different time is have a shear dedicated to Peyus Harosh. Right? right now we're, we're incorporating that and we're seeing that there might be uh, similarities. There are definitely differences. But I think that's worthy of a shear unto itself. Where exactly, where is that area of the Peyus Harosh? Uh, we'll get into that at a different time. But Paskin is the Mechaber in Sif Yud. You're only in violation of the Isser of shaving using a razor. But using scissors, even if the result will be similar to a razor, that is Mutter. Right? So this is the Kesev Mishnah, Lashitaso. He's not just saying it's Pater of Alasr, but it's permissible Lechad Haga comes along the Ramah and he says, Mikol makam nisharim kishim mistaprim b'misparayim shiyase hekef hagiluach b'chilek ha'elya b'na misparos v'lo b'tachton penyase hakol im chilek ha'tachton v'havi kitar. He's quoting here the Chumas Adeshin, which we saw earlier quoted from the Tosefta, basically cautioning us that if you're using scissors and the bottom one that comes right up to the face, if that blade is very sharp, make sure the blade itself is not cutting the hair, then it could be more of the razor. Um, it's viewed as a razor, not as scissors. He says, Underneath the neck, however, one does not have to be concerned for this. Because this is not the makum hapeyas. Again, there's two payas. There's payas harosh, which are over here. And we have the payas hazakan, which we know from Torah Shabbat Ped. There are five points in the face that are considered payas hazakan. One, two, three, four, five. And I did that very, uh, you know, without being exact, because knowing exactly where those five corners are it's not at all simple. The assumption is anywhere on the face could be included in those five corners, and therefore the Isra of using tar would apply to any of these places on the gorun, on the neck, at least below the Adam's apple. At that point, we assume that's below the paz azaka. Okay, so that's some of the, uh, the basic background here. At this point, would you assume using an electric shaver would be mutter or asr? Sounds like, it, well, it could be a machlogus, but the halacha l'maysa sounds like we'd say it's mutter. Okay. Have a wonderful day. So let's take a look. Well, there are two tshuvas here I'd like to show you. Really, it's one tshuva and then a, a couple pieces from the Sefer Mesorus Moshe. They now have three volumes. They might even be a fourth volume, but now I don't have it. I'm not sure. But at least three volumes where it's a Sefer that... Um, is basically first-hand testimonies of Psakim from Ramosha Feinstein, things that were not explicit in the tshuvas oftentimes, but it's more Torah Shabal Peh from Ramosha. Um, it seems to be very authentic. I spoke to Rabbi First a few times about the Sefer, and he has his own haskama in the beginning of the Sefer, and he himself feels that it's, it's a, an, an accurate portrayal of Ramosha Shita. So we'll see that as well. But let's start... With the Chuvani Abiyah Omer from Rabavadya, 
Zeicher Tzadik V'Kodesh Lavrocha. In Os Dalit, this is on page four, he addresses the issue that many of us have probably heard of before, that maybe you'll argue, Min Hadin, shaving might be mutter, with an electric shaver, but isn't there something based on Kabbalah that says you shouldn't touch your beard, ever? That from the Kabbalistic sources from the Arizal, it is usher to touch the beard in any way, shape, or form. Achein, Bechuvas Chasam Sofer. This, by the way, another good mnemonic. This is an Arachayim Simon Kuf Nun Tes. This is the famous tshuva where he speaks about being able to shave Lekovet Shabbos during Sviris Elmer. How do you remember that's the Simon in the Chasam Sofer? Because everyone says you can't shave on Erev Shabbos, right? And the Chasam Sofer says, nah, I don't know about that. That's so posh. What does he say? That which they say, quoting the Kabbalists, that you can't touch the beard, he says with humility, I don't know much about Kabbalah. If you look throughout all of Italy and all of the great Kabbalists who lived in Italy, all of them did shave. And they were relying on the Ramah Mipano, who was one of the greatest of the Mikubalim. He was totally clean shaven, says the Chassam Sofer. Very interesting reason. Why did the Ramami Pano shave? Isn't there something about having a Hadras Padim? Isn't there something Jewish about having a beard? So the Ramami Pano held, of course there is, but if you're living in Italy, you're living in Chutzlaritz, Chutzlaritz isn't Roy for that level of Kedusha. Kumosh he quotes others, Amnam Shazuchus Deva Yosef, Tamal Arav Ber Eisik Shehitu Legalech Hazaken Bechutz Laretz Vehevi Rai Minhaga Ramami Pano Shayim Mistaper Bedikne Kaminag Italy Varav Dev Yosef Kosov Alav Shaya Royalist Raya Listord He says Don't bring a Raya from the Ramami Pano that you're allowed to shave because it says Mistaper Bedikne that he shaved or he cut on his beard. But it does not say, right, at least the closer to first-hand report of the Ramami Pano, they don't tell us that he shaved his beard, but it's bedikne. Implication is that obviously he kept his beard. He just didn't shave the whole thing. <laughs> the Rebavadya goes on to say, even historically speaking, it's not at all simple. It's not at all uh, verified how the Ramah himself looked. He quotes an Achron that says, I saw a, uh, a painting of the Ramami Pano, and the painting of the Ramah had him with a full beard. So on one hand, the Chassam Sofer is saying, Let's not jump to conclusions that Alpi Kabbalah, you can't touch your beard. All of the great Mikubalim in Italy did shave, and the Ramami Pano as well. Others are saying back to the Chassam Sofer, I'm not sure that's true. We have a picture saying otherwise, right? A picture is worth a, a thousand words. Obviously, the response back would be, how do we know that picture is valid, right? We're not talking about a photograph over here. And furthermore, you could argue that we know Alpi Kabbalah there's a chumrah, the Yaris Devash, right? Rabbi Yonas and Aishad speaks about a chumrah of not allowing a picture to be taken. He was talking about a painting to be created. 
So it could be that the painting is not at all uh, authentic, because why would the Ramah allow a painting of himself? So concludes Ramavadi here in the bottom right paragraph. He says, although there is an interesting discussion regarding the, uh, the Berch Yosef and Alpi Kabbalah, however, one who asserts that shaving with scissors is in violation of the Isr Deraisa of shaving one's beard, he is denying Torah Shabal Peh. He's forgetting about the Gemara and the Rambam and the Shulchan Aruch. However, like all aspects of Torah, we have nigla and we have nister. We have the revealed and we have the hidden. The nigla is that which we find in the Gemara and the poskim, and that is really undebatable. We are all mechuyiv to follow the nigla. Is there something more? I'll be Kabbalah. I'll be Kabbalah. There may or there or there may not be. That's not so clear. Continues Rebavadi says, But let's go back and examine the opinion of the Kabbalists. We'll see that it's not at all simple. Shehevi Divri Harizal Bishar Tamiha Mitzvos. Rav Palin was who? who? Who was the author of the Rav Palin? The Benishchai. And he quotes from a teaching of the Arizal. Sheisir Godulhu Laakar Olitlosh Biyado Afilu Sara Achas Bechol Makom. That there's an Isr Godul to um, pick or to pluck. Hair from any place, kiheim tsinoros hashefa, because the hairs of the beard are the conduits of blessing and kedusha. Ulechein sarecha adam lezar shelo yosim yado bizakano lemashmesh bo, and therefore, right, we all think it's a very Jewish thing to do this. It could very well be all pi kabbalah. What I'm doing right now is a terrible thing. In order not to chalila, take out any hair. This is what the Rav quotes as a teaching from the Arizal. The Kosov She'ein Lahakbid, Ki'im Betolesh V'oker. He says though, Lemaisa, even Alpi Kabbalah, we're only concerned not to actually pluck it off. Avalim Nishar Yikaro Shel Hasar Bimkomo, but if you were to leave the, the root of the hair in its place, and rather you just cut off the length of it, then you don't have to be concerned about taking away the tzinoros hashefa. You're not taking away the source from shemayim in that particular hair. And how short you're allowed to cut it, that doesn't make a difference. So according to the Rav Pa'alim, you could argue, even Alpi Kabbalah, shaving, even the Misparayim Ke'ein Tar, would not be a problem. You're not taking away the Shefa. It's interesting. Just recently, somebody was asking me about the Minig of placing hairs from the beard that fall off into a Sefer. Where does that Minig come from? So by a show of hands, who has heard of that minig before? Right? Levi, obviously. Nobody else besides Levi, okay? So, I was totally ignorant to such a minig. And uh, I was questioning its, uh, its source. So we looked around a little bit. We went onto the Otsura Chachma. And we found a random cipher that, that brought in such a minig. And it started off by saying, that which we find in many svarim. And right away, I, I felt the chalishas hadas. I'm like, in many svarim? So many, so many svarim speak about this, and I never heard of it before. Okay? But then I went on to read. That which we find in many svarim, hairs that are left over. <laughs> That's based on, and it quotes a random source. I. <laughs> uh, Anyway, but at least now we could understand if it's Mamish, the, the source of Shefa, 
There is a Hadras Panim, that Hadras Panim comes from the Kedusha. Okay, there could be something there. Halacha Lamai said, please don't put your hairs in this farm. <laughs> Um, so the simple answer is Ein lonu esik benistoros. That's the simple answer. The structure of the benishchai would be uh, somehow you're you're not uprooting the shefa if you're not uprooting the shorish of the of the hair, but cutting it would be okay. His main point here in the tshuva is, even from the Kabbalistic standpoint, it's far from Pashit, what that uh, Hakpada was. And in case you felt that there was any part of Torah that Rebavadia might not be ligging in, right? if someone were to ask you three choices of something that maybe he didn't read, and one of those choices was the letters from Rev Cook. Okay, maybe, right? Maybe he didn't see that. It could be, right? <laughs> and he was ligging in the letters of Rav Cook as well. This is the bottom bracket here on page four. Va'ayin be'igros haraya. But the letters of Harav Avram Yitzchak Hakohen Cook. Chelik base. What he says b'shem Rav Chaim Mivulajin. That Rav Chaim Mivulajin said that which we learned in the Zohar. Va'elaman ve'oshet yodoi bedikna. Woe to one who takes his hand on his beard, that's referring to one who shaves with a razor. Meaning, if you're doing an iser woe to that person. Now again, but when you read that passage of the Zohar, it seems, it seems difficult to suggest it's referring to doing an iser why does the Zohar have to tell me, woe to one who is in violation of an Isidiraisa? But that's the Maisa, how Rav Chaim Velazhin understood the Zohar. Okay, let's get back to earth a little bit here. Let's jump to uh, Os Zion on page 5. He says, the reason why I need this entire tshuva, even though so much of what I'm saying is pashit, and all of the 64,000 sources that I'm bringing, I'm sure you're all familiar with to some degree. But the reason I have to write a lengthy tshuva on the subject is because there was a Talmud Chacham who put out a sefer, Amud Razim, where he speaks about, and he has a whole poetic paragraph here, and I encourage you at your leisure to read through this paragraph. <laughs> all right? But basically he says in, in a poetic Lashin, this particular Talmud Chacham is burning down the forest of Torah by telling us that shaving is Aser. And therefore, I felt it appropriate to address the issue um, completely. In Osi Dalad, though, this is where he gets into more of the contemporary poskim, and he writes as follows, So this idea of using scissors that result uh, in something similar to a razor, which I feel is mutter min hadin, so the electric shavers nowadays seem to be um, a direct application of that. However, we know that the chafetz chaim is sefer lekute halachos, that was right on the Mesechtas of Shas that we don't have a riff. So the Chafetz Chaim made his own riff. And that's known as the Lakute Halachos. He writes that one who uses a, an electric shaver, Hachadasha, that was new in his times, miser hazakan, and that doesn't leave over any of the hairs of the beard, Hamistaper ba'azakano, over One is in violation of the Isra of using a razor. And one who is careful with his neshama should stay far away from this. So how do you deal with that? Chafetz Chaim is the, the, the posik Basra. Right? He's the posik for all of Kalal Yisrael. And he's telling us that the electric machines would be considered like using a razor. He says, furthermore, um, let's jump down. 
he quotes here Bishem Rebbe Yashiv that Mechonit Giluach Muteris Im Acher Hagiluach Haser Murgash Kaasher Mimashmesh Beyado Neged Derech Gidulo. Rebbe Yashiv held that maybe the Chafetz Chaim was only talking about a case where it's a close enough shave that if you were to move your hand against the the derech gidulo, the way the hair grows on your face, you wouldn't feel anything. Then that's mamish ke'en ta'ar. That's like uh, using a razor. But if after using an electric shaver and you move your hand upwards, you could still feel some of the stubble, then that would be okay. That's classic misparayim ke'en ta'ar, which we passed it in the Shulchan Aruch is permissible. But we're already getting complicated here. Not so poshit. He quotes here from the Sefer, the Chuvas van Hagas. Who's the author of that Sefer? Harav Sternbach. That after they brought him the words of the Chafetz Chaim, he said that he heard from Chaim Ozer that an electric shaver was actually permissible. So it seems like there may have been a machlokus between the Chafetz Chaim and Chaim Ozer. And it's quoted also from Rabbi Shlomo Zaman Arbach, that the world is relying on the heter of Chaim Ozer that held that using a machine, it sounds like regardless of how close it is, that's Misparayim Ke'entar, which is permissible. So it sounds like from Shlomo Zalman Arabach, it's true. The Chafetz Chaim indeed said that using an electric shaver is usr. But the world relies on Rav Chaim Ozer. V'chein hayunogim legalech barov kekol b'chure yeshivas chevron. And if you look at the, uh, the Bachrim in, in Chevron, and we'll see in a moment, this was the minig in, in many, many of the yeshivas, Bachram shave, and the Rosh Yeshiva don't stop them. He says here at the conclusion of the paragraph, What the young men are doing in Yeshiva is fine. With the electric shaver, but it comes out after reading this particular paragraph of Rebavadia, we do have more of a hesitation. That if indeed the Chafetz Chaim said this is something that's usur, it does cause us to pause. Okay, Baruch Hashem, we have Rav Chaim Ozer. And it sounds like the world is relying on him. But it uh, sounds like it's not so posh it. Right, we have no idea what machine he was talking about. Perhaps his machine was more of a reason to be machmir, or perhaps there was more of a reason to be mekel, and he was still machmir. <laughs> right? We don't know. We don't know. Who in the world would shave? You're not a bacher. What? <laughs> no, but he, he's, he's talking about the iser. You know, is, is lemaisa, is there an iser or not? So, I feel bad. Our time is running out and there's so much more to do and I want to get to Ramayusha here. Lamaisa, he goes on. We're not going to have time to read this inside, but he quotes from the Chazanish. The Chazanish was definitely one of the major shitas uh, who has been quoted saying that electric shavers would, would be too similar to a razor to be permissible. But then he goes on to make things more complicated that we do have first-hand testimony that even the Chazanish was okay with certain brands, right? It's interesting to see in the Hebrew here, Rabbi Vadia speaks about uh, Philips, right, and Schick, Remington, right? Different brands, some were okay, some were not okay. Not even Nogei Halacha Lamaisa, obviously, because whatever he's referring to here, uh, things change all the time. But we do see two major opinions that, that cause some feeling of hesitation, the Chafetz Chaim and the Chazanish. 
What I want to do is jump here to Hagoyim Reb Moshe Feinstein, Zecher Tzadik V'Kodesh Lebracha. And again, this is from the Sefer Mesuris Moshe, where he relates the following story. It's on page 7. That there was a particular rabbi that came to the house of Reb Moshe, that he, uh, he authored a Sefer bringing together all the different opinions regarding the Isser of shaving. And his conclusion was that it's Asr to shave, even using some, even using the powder. Now, Pashabshat, the powder is not much of a shayla that it's mutter, because we saw directly from the Gemara, it has to be giluach with hashchasa. So that's a tar. Using a powder would be the same thing as plucking, that minhadin would not be considered a problem. So, so this person came to Ramosh to get a haskama for his sefer. And Ramosh said, I don't want to give him a haskama until I could speak with him and understand who he is and uh, what exactly the sefer is about. So he spoke with him for about 10 minutes. And basically, during those 10 minutes, if you were the author of that sefer, <laughs> it was not pleasant. And Ramosha gave it to him. Real Musr, real Tochacha. And he says, I wrote down what Ramosha was saying it as he was saying it. Ramosha told the author that I've, I've looked through some of your sefer. Veracious kol teda shemidchila va'ad sof eini maskim imo. You should know from the beginning to the end, I do not agree with what you're writing. Not only are you basically saying previous generations were wicked because they did shave, but more basic, you are, you are giving a halacha that's in contrast to the Gemara and the Shulchan Aruch. What does he mean, the Shulchan Aruch? Like we've seen, as long as using a scissor motion and you're careful the blade of the scissors is not going on your face, as any electric shaver you have a machitza between the blades and your face, then the Shulchan Aruch would say, according to Ramosha, that is permissible minhadin. And that which you quote in your sefer, that according to Kabbalah, there's an Indian, there's an idea to make sure to have a beer, a beard, and a beer as well, why not, right? <laughs> you have to make sure to have both. <laughs> I agree fully, that's why I have a beard, said Ramosha. And he goes on to say, I never shaved in my life, even when I was a Bachar. I never shaved, I never touched my beard. Right, so this is the, the Berche Yosef's quote of the Arizal of never to touch your beard. Rav Moshe said, I never touched my beard. Of a chutz Kabbalah, But putting aside Kabbalah, you will not find any major posik that says it's actually Osir. And now we're going to have the new generation come along and say, Oh, it's also, we're going to be firmer than the previous generations. He explained to the author that if one wants to be machmir, that's a beautiful thing to do. And just to point out, there are different ways of being machmir. Right, so for example, let's say somebody has a beard. And, uh, and he wants to be concerned for the sheet of the Chafetz Chaim and the Chazanish. So theoretically, what he could do is he could use a trimmer on this part of the cheeks, that's likely within the five payas of the, of the head, of the, of the face rather, and maybe over here in the bottom, where it's by the goron, there he could use a regular electric shaver. Right? There are ways of being machmer to some degree, and to be machmer is a nice thing. Sheyesh inyan shel hadras ponim, and there's an idea that bichlal, a Jew has a beard, there's a hadras ponim. However, he says, to speak negatively, against Argadolim, and not just Argadolim, but look throughout the yeshivas of Europe, the yeshiva, the Chafetz Chaim in Radin. Now we're going to have to see, but the Chafetz Chaim himself wasn't a fan. But said Ramosha, in Radin, under the Hashkacha of the Chafetz Chaim, they shaved. 
in the yeshiva of Reb Isser Zalman Meltzer, in the yeshiva of the Levush Mordechai, which was Slobotka, and all of these, you know, massive beacons of Torah, the Bachrim shaved. But Makam Lasos Mitzvah, <clears throat> and therefore he says, instead of doing a mitzvah with your sefer, what you're doing is you're putting down and disgracing all of the gedolim and the yeshivas by telling us that it's usher to shave. Now it's true, you do have many questions on the custom of shaving. Right? So for example, you quoted the Chafetz Chaim in the Sefer Lekutei Halachos. And the Chafetz Chaim ends off by saying Tzorech Iyin. <clears throat> now it's interesting, we saw the Lashon of the Chafetz Chaim quoted from Rabbi Vadia, and the footnote here points this out. The Chafetz Chaim's uh, expression was, Shomer nafsho yirchak mizeh ma'od. Right? One who is careful with his neshama should stay far away from this. Ramosha understood that line of the Chafetz Chaim to mean that it's not, or I can't say bevados, I can't say with certainty, it's an iser. And that's why he says Shomer Nafsho, meaning that whenever the Chafetz Chaim tells us Shomer Nafsho, one who's careful with his neshama should avoid it, that's really an indication that it may not be Aser, but it's a nice Chumrah. That's how Ramosha understood the Chafetz Chaim. But Ramosha said, you should know, there are many Terutzim to the question of the Chafetz Chaim. Right? The, he, was, he was bothered by Akasha. I can tell you right now, five or six different answers. However, I never wrote a tshuva on the subject. Why not? Rabbi first told me he actually, uh, he asked Ramosha to please write a tshuva on the subject because there's so much confusion but Ramosha didn't want to. For this same reason, he says, Mali lefarsem kulos. What's the point of publicizing kulos? That people should have a beer. It's a nice thing. But min hadin to say it's usr, that's something you cannot do. Let's jump here to page eight. We'll finish off this uh, discussion of Ramosha. Third paragraph on the right. Uh, he goes on, by the way, to quote the Chassam Sofer, where he says that the Ramami Pano, one of the greatest of the Kabbalists, didn't have a beard. And even though he says, I'm aware of those who say otherwise, that maybe he did, it's kosher loymer shechassam sofer hayam masker uvda shel sheker. To say that the Chassam Sofer wrote something that wasn't true, and it's mashma, even if it's no fault of his own, but based on Siata de Shmaya for the Chassam Sofer to put in a tshuva, something that's not accurate, I, that, that, that's hard to say. However, the bottom line is, after 10 minutes of discussion with this poor fellow, right? There's no place for a safer like this in Kalal Yisrael. If you get other people to give haskamos, no, okay. I'm not machmer or mekel. But I can't be maskim to something that's connected to Torah. I can't be maskim to something that's putting down our gedolim and our, and our great yeshivas of previous generations. And even from the Kabbalistic standpoint, yesh chakira gedola, it's not at all simple what the Arizal or what the Kabbalah would want from us. He concludes here, we'll just read this last paragraph. Vahasvardim shayom megadlim zakan. He says, there are definitely svardim who grow their beard and they do so based on the, uh, the quote from the Arizal. However, the base Yosef doesn't mention this. Hagam shayom mekubal ba'atzmo. We all know the base Yosef was a master Kabbalist. What's the greatest proof that he was a master of Kabbalah? Right? Usually people don't have angels speaking with them. So clearly he knew what was going on in, in the upper spheres. Nonetheless, he paskins his mutter and doesn't mention anything otherwise. He said, if you want to speak about the maila, the quality, the beauty of having a beard... If you want to mention the sources based on Kabbalah that promote having a beard and you're not talking about the actual din, so that's fine. 
that, that safer I would give a haskama to. But to say it's Asr, that is Keneged HaTorah. This is one of the few times it says in the Sefer that Ramosha got angry at someone asking a Shailar, asking for a Haskama. Obviously, it was a righteous indignation because the anger was coming from the place of, of a tremendous chutzpah. Right? He says here on page 9 that he explained to the Mashkiach, I assume that's from Ginsburg, the reason he got angry, it was Becheshbin, it wasn't because he lost control of his, uh, his anger, but he wanted to show, he wanted to demonstrate that it's Osir Lahar al Adin Shonohu Kavar Bechlal Yisrael to be Maharher, to even think that a halacha psuka, that the Minigan Klal Yisrael was based on a mistake. That's a terrible thing to do, and it's a terrible violation of the Mesorah. And that's why I expressed Kas. So we did see the, uh, the Ridva. The Ridva said that Mishura Sadin, it's Mutter, but Midas Chasidus, better not to because of? Because of Marasayan. Would that Marasayan apply nowadays? I mean, this is something we don't really find addressed in the Poskim. It seems that this was more of an issue back in the times of the Rishonim. The simple reason is because nowadays everybody knows that there are many mutter ways of shaving. The fact that you have a clean shaven face doesn't mean you use a razor. Right? So therefore nowadays this chashad of the Ridva, the post can tell us, would not at all be applicable. There's actually a truth of Ramosha. This was the one written by... This is your, your wife's grandfather, Right? He was writing to Ramosha, wanting to know about shaitals. Would wearing a shaital be a problem of Marasayan? So it's a very fundamental tshuva in the inyanim of shaitals in general. But at the end of the tshuva, he, uh, he writes back, he says, let me ask you a question. Do you shave? And if you do shave, you should know there's more of a problem with Marasayan with you shaving than your wife wearing a shaital. So if you shave, she could for sure wear a shaitl. That's what her Moshe says. Right? So we do find this idea, the million Kalal Yisrael has been that people do shave, there is what to rely on, min hadin. Is there reason to, to feel a sense of hesitation? There is reason. Does it make sense when buying a shaver? Now according to her Moshe, to clarify, Ramosha would say that any electric shaver where you're careful that the blade itself of the scissors is not coming in direct contact with the face, you have that barrier, you have the guard, that's misparayim ke'entar, and even though the result is just like a razor, Pashub Shat Ramosha would say, and first clarifies this all the time, that is mutter min hadin, that is permissible. Ramosha would say even a lift and cut is permissible. Now, is there room to be machmer to try to get a shaver that might not be the closest shave in the world? Yes. Right? If you have the choice of buying the, uh, the $25 Norelco, which does a pretty decent job, in contrast to the $95 Norelco or some other brand, where the whole advertisement is, you mamish can't tell the difference between a razor and this particular electric shaver. Is there room to be machmer? There's definitely room to be machmer. V'tavu alav bracha. Right? And again... There, there, there's ways of being machmir to some degree on the face itself, not on the neck. But min hadin, to say it's asr, that's definitely something we cannot say. Have a wonderful day.